Hey y'all, I'm Kendra. And I'm Faith. And we are co-hosts of Socialized Podcast. So, tell the people why we spell socialize the way we do. Well, it's S-O-C-I-A-L-I-E-S. Like, social life. You get it? Yep. Anywho, it's a play on words that I came up with because sometimes we believe the lies that others feed us to define us. So, we are using this platform to empower and inspire women to deny the lies, grab hold of the truth, believing God's perspective. We offer encouragement to our listeners as we talk about life's everyday issues. Real life, real talk, real God. All right, y'all, we are back with episode four. Today, we are going to be talking about use what you have. So Faith is going to pray us in, and then we'll get started. All right, dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for today. Thank you for allowing us together to do this podcast. Father, I pray that it be pleasing to you, that our conversation be uplifting, God, and that it be a blessing to our listeners. Guide us and lead us as we discuss. In your son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 All right, so this is just a um just a topic that we just want to talk about. Yes, talking Let- about the social lies that sometimes we live with that you're not good enough, that you don't know enough, or that you don't have enough. But we've got to learn to shift our perspective mm-hmm. to know that if you use what God is giving you, that he will make it enough. Sure enough he will. He will. So listen, we got I think we got a scripture or two. A uh, three or four. Yeah, we, got, uh-huh. we got some words for are, you. That is going to show you how much God wants you to know that you got everything you need. Everything to succeed. Huh? That was a word. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. in First Samuel seventeen and forty nine, this is when it's talking about David slaying Goliath, and it says when David put his hand in in his bag and took out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine in the forehead. So that his stone sank into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So if you don't know the Bible reference, Goliath is a nine foot giant. David's just a young boy at this time. He had been shepherding in in the fields and he was a young man. Everybody else had already been trying to kill this Philistine and nobody could get the job done. And God David. God asked David to do it, and he had to use what he had. All he had at his expense at that time was his slingshot mm-hmm. and stones. And he used what he had, and God blessed it and made it more than enough. He was able to accomplish the goal. Right. So the first lie that we want to go dig deeper into is not feeling like you're enough due to your past or current issues and or sins and how that can lead to guilt. So... One of the things that he did, because mm-hmm. he had a life of ups and downs, yeah. peaks and valleys. One of the things he did was he ran across a young lady by the name of Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Said she was fine. Yeah, he thought she was gorgeous. She was out bathing on her rooftop, and he mm-hmm. was in the in the castle, so he had a had you know a view where he could look down. We're gonna call it which, a high rise. Yes, he had a high rise. Right. So penthouse, penthouse, it suite. is penthouse. So he's looking down. Minding his own business allegedly, and he saw Bathsheba. He wanted he wanted to take her as his wife. He found out she was married, sent her husband to the front lines of the battle, 
and had him killed. Right. Well, in a position where he would be killed. Right. And then went in to console her as if he had nothing to do with this whole situation and took her to be his wife. But the Bible still refers to him as a man after God's own heart. So how can this be? This man that's dealt with all of this sin, mm -hmm. having someone murdered, taking lusting after someone else's wife. How can it be that he is still someone who's considered to be a great in the Bible? I think we don't realize that when God, we're bigger than what our issue is. God, or we should say, I should say, God is bigger than our issue. Right. So it doesn't matter what your struggle is. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Not that it's a don't, it don't matter because he did sin. I'm right. saying. But at the and end there's of the day, consequences. There are consequences, both positive and negative, to everything you do. I think there's always a consequence. And I think there are positive consequences, too. But, again, at the end of the day, I, like you said, he's he's called a man after God's own heart. I mean, think about, you can think about your situation, and then you can look at David's life. And I'm pretty sure you can at least say, you know, I may not have done something like that or whatever you've done or whatever you've, you're dealing with, but you can still look at it and say, he's been redeemed. My Savior can redeem me too. Amen. So yes, he he's redeemed by the blood, of the, the blood of the lamb and he's loved. That's the whole reason why God sent his son here to, to provide for us a way to reconcile with him, to yeah. get ourselves back into correct fellowship with him. And so there's a verse in Romans 8 and 38. I'm sure it's a familiar passage of scripture for some of you. Mm. But it says, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, mm. nor angels, mm. nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So if nothing all that many, that long list of things that could not separate you, nor any creature, that means not even you can separate you from the love of God. So if God loves us that much, that means he's provided for us a way to be redeemed, a way for us to get ourselves back into correct fellowship right. with him. Back to what you said other earlier, there will be some consequence for whatever course of action you choose to take. But that, there's no sin so great that God is not greater still. Right. That he won't bring you back from that and still be able to use you masterfully and mightily for whatever it is that he's called you to do. Mm -hmm. So I think there's, there's an amazing hope that we have in Jesus to know that he loves us, that there's nothing we could do to outweigh the love that he has for right. us. And so we can be redeemed. We can be brought back. So that the lie that you're not good enough because of something you've done, you've done is just that. From God's perspective, everything that you've done is still under the umbrella that He holds. It's something that you that He still covers mm -hmm. by way of the blood. Now, yes, there are things you need to do to get yourself back in fellowship. Right. You know, you need to confess that. You need to turn away, and you know, make your best effort by way of Christ mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> to turn away from those things. But he can redeem you. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to let you lead off. So the second lie is you don't know enough. So we went to Jeremiah 1, 6 and 7, and it says, Then I said, O Lord God, behold, I do not speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am only a youth, for to all I send you, you shall go, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. 
So at the end of the day, even I think I think there are so many different situations that we I can even we can even use this. We can use this whole podcast platform. Never done a podcast in my life. Don't even really like to talk in front of people, you know? Same. Same thing, right? And so it's like I don't like we had so many different hours of spending time trying to figure this out because what we did not know. But at the end of the day, had we stopped and allowed the not knowing how to do it, stop like this whole progress, who would we we would not be able to reach or to reach the people that we're supposed to reach. We would not be able to talk about the things that we need to talk about. And I think I think that sometimes when you do not or when you allow the lot of not knowing enough mm-hmm. to hold you back because it's to me it's as simple as this if you don't know you got to go find out and that means you have to keep walking mm-hmm. even in the unknown right so don't let that be the one thing that stop you from reaching or getting to the level in which God is trying to get you to right because it is a, I mean it's just a, it's a lie you know what I'm saying and, and okay let's in reality we may not know enough but that shouldn't stop you from continuing to walk because you have faith that means even though I don't know now, I trust that God would give me the words to say, the song to sing, the word to preach, the book mm-hmm. to write, whatever right. the calling is on your life, he'll give you what you need. And sometimes it's just about simply digging digging down inside of yourself and finding the things that are already there. Because most of the time, it's already in your hands. It's already there. Listen, to, along with your statement, you had an idea, a passion, or desire that God put in your heart mm-hmm. we already had good free-flowing conversations exactly. it worked with what we had we didn't have to purchase anything we didn't have to go outside of with us together right. as a team I have I'm a research girl I'll look up something quick all day long fast <laughs> look, Google, long. Google's the best thing they ever did in my opinion <laughs> so between the two of us we're able to complement each other with what you have mm-hmm. and what I have to come together in a way that I could not have foreknown I, I would have never thought that I would be on a podcast right I same here I would have <laughs> never thought that I would be speaking intentionally in a way for people that I don't know there's not an audience I can see Mm -hmm. would be able to listen to me and for me to put my opinions or to be speaking God's word out loud that's just not who I am right it's just not well apparently it is I mean (laughs) apparently it's who God called me to be but everything that we're using is or are things that we already already have right already there we have a good working relationship, already being able to talk and bounce off of each other, that was already there. Mm -hmm. The ability to both of us be go-getters in that if there's not, if there's something that we don't know, we're going to find it. And I want to know, I'm going to find it. To me, there's no excuse. That's definitely true. That's something that God already put in you, that God already put in me, Mm -hmm. and he's just pulling out those things. I think all of our experiences lead us to the next thing exactly even um right now on my job i'm a teacher i'm an educator and so with the whole COVID 19 thing schools mm-hmm. are shut down and we're having to go completely 100 percent online which mm-hmm. is my school i live i work in a very low income area we mm-hmm. were not one-to-one on computers yeah um my students were not used to using computers i teach reading we still use paper and book or, or printed text. And so for them, it's been a transition. But for me, I found 
the silver lining in, the, in all of this is that I'm learning things that I strongly believe I'm going to need in the future. Exactly. Even though I can't say exactly for what. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah. I have a pretty good idea, but I know that in, in the frustration of having to find, learn something new, and not just one thing, but several systems that are new yeah. in a short amount of time, like within the last two weeks, I think we've learned like six systems. Right. It's a lot. But I know that God is doing this for a purpose that in the end, every teacher that's doing this now will have tools available to them next year. Yeah. No matter what that's school looks like yeah. in August, we'll be prepared mm -hmm. to if we need to. You know, education is going to look different. Mm -hmm. They won't be able to go back to the same thing. It's going to be different because we have now experience under our belt to help us move forward. And I think that's the journey and beauty of life. That right. as you go, you're picking up things. That's why I don't. I don't necessarily believe in happenstance. I don't think things just happen. I think there's. Oh. I think there's. Or well, we know. <laughs> we know that there's always something to it. And sometimes it may take you a minute to figure it out because literally. I can think back like last year with like, you know, the ministry that I'm starting that's coming soon, guys. Even the business, even socialized, like I I didn't know exactly what it meant. I didn't know, like I was telling you about, you know, the ministry that I'm doing, that how I had wrote some stuff down. And it's so funny now that a year or two later, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I didn't even know this is what that meant back then. Like I'm literally because I was so in my head and so just afraid or not thinking I, I there is no way that I can do this I don't know enough I don't have Man. enough but look we're in this we're in today <laughs> you know and it's just like listen yes you do you know and it's, it's and it's not gonna be easy I like I'm never gonna lie about that because I mean it's been literally a fight like being under I'm not gonna lie me being under the rule of God has not been easy period. No. It comes with a lot of a lot of personal issues. That's it comes just... with letting go of self. Exactly. It, co it comes with letting go of what you think you'll and, be doing exactly. at a certain point in time. That's a whole nother discussion. A whole nother discussion. We will have. We will because if you think about it, on the first one when I was saying he told me that I would be in ministry and I made this whole picture of what I thought it was and it was like uh uh no ma'am. It's not what I told you. That's not what I showed you. Mm -hmm. You have put a whole different spin on what I'm asking. And we do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and being women, we do that all the time. I know I'm one, you know, because sometimes, especially when you're, you have personalities like us, you just start thinking like things just start happening. Like, oh, I can do this or I can do this. Or, I don't know what to do over there, but let me go this way, you know? So yeah, but, um, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> so let me look at these notes. Or whatever, but um, what were you saying? Oh, I was saying that some things are just not happenstance. So I think every, I think everything that happens is a, it's like a step or it's a a path of showing you like, okay, you need to go this way or this is going to help you here. Mm -hmm. Period. Even even the smallest things. And I remember, <laughs> I remember my mom used to tell me too when I was younger. I would ask her for something and she would always tell me to pray. Go for it. And I'm like, I don't need to pray because I need a new phone. Later, the screen is broke. What are you talking about? And she'd be like, yes, you do. Like, and so she taught me, even though this is not off, this is off subject a little bit, but she taught me that in everything you need to pray and everything you need to make sure you're making the right decisions. You need to get guidance from God because everything in your life matters. Every situ every step, it really matters. Hmm. That made me think of the statement, nothing wasted, which um, oh, is kind of a buzz phrase right mm -hmm. now. But if you think about it, truly nothing is wasted. Even the things that we think are 
or they are bad experiences, hard things, mm-hmm. things you would never care to repeat. Right. Nothing about <clears throat> those experiences is wasted, even if it's for no other reason than to give someone else comfort. Exactly. When they're going through the same thing or a similar thing that you've gone through, mm-hmm. even if it's for nothing but giving you empathy towards something that you weren't empathetic towards right. before. Or so that you have a sensitivity for a group of people that you're about to serve. You never know. And and the tough part about it is that until you choose to shift your perspective, you can't see it at that Mm -hmm. time. You can't. There's no way you can feel like, okay, this is, it's not even in our human nature to say this is going to be for my good in this moment. You have to have a godly perspective in order to even think that way. You have to to be outside of yourself. And to have to take on thoughts higher than yours mm-hmm. because it's not in our nature to be in pain and right. say, you know what, this is going to help me later. Right. It's not. You have to, at that point, you're taking on God's perspective on the issue because you know all things work together for the good of those right. who love the Lord and are called according to His purposes. You have to. Right. You, you have to. And even if you don't <laughs> believe it, because sometimes it's like, you know how they say the little cliches keep saying it till you believe it. Right. But I believe that's true because you can't tell me that in the middle of hurt or I'll say for me in the middle of hurt that I've gone through, I have not always believed like God, you're helping me. Like you're not here with me. Absolutely. You don't love me. You know what I'm saying? I can say a whole bunch of stuff, but I mean, I can say a whole bunch of things, but the thing is, if you keep the godly perspective, you know, the word, mm-hmm. you know, the scripture that you need to go to. And it's like, it's, I really, I feel like it, for me, it did not work until I kept saying it because I had to keep saying it in order for me to start believing it you know yeah, what I'm that's called the renewal of your mind right exactly people hear that verse like with the daily renewal of your mind and don't know what that means mm-hmm. it literally means making up your mind to exactly do what god says do or to believe what god said is true mm-hmm. you have to re- constantly remind yourself this is this is not okay i'm supposed to have the joy of the lord it's I'm going through a bad time, but it's going to work out. You have Mm -hmm. to constantly, sometimes, even not even on a daily basis, from moment to moment, when you're frustrated, because I'm one of those people, My, I think I've said this before, my feelings are very close to the surface. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm mad, I'm going to be mad. And you can probably read it on my face. I try really hard not to let those thoughts come out my mouth. But you can read my face. I I don't know. I ain't mastered that one. My face needs deliverance, Lord. But... Oh, oh my God. And if I'm happy, I can't hide that either. You know, if I'm disappointed, I can't hide that. But I have to know that it's going to work out. And in hindsight, at the end, looking backwards, your vision is always 20-20. When you... you, thing is done and then God uses something from that experience later mm-hmm. then you all you look back and say oh wow you know I wouldn't have known how to do this if I hadn't come through this trial and had to figure it out mm-hmm. so that's the times when you feel like God you're in it and you feel like God where are you he's trying to teach a lesson right okay or he's trying to grow a skill in you that you wouldn't otherwise get like if God keeps or pulls you out of a situation before you learn a lesson, what's going to happen next time? You still won't know. So you won't learn. You're still going to do the same stuff. You won't, you won't renew your mind. You're just going to completely take take it for granted. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going to be, I would say, almost stagnant. Right. So, but even in those tough times, 
if you look at what you have, he's he's provided a way for us to maintain. Mm. If you use what you have. Right. Now, some people shut down and they choose not to use what they have. Mm-hmm. They get frustrated and they want to use what other people have. Yeah. You want to pull on other people's resources. And there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with um, asking for help in any way, shape, right. or form. There's nothing wrong with depending on advisors and loved ones and all that. There's nothing wrong with that. We are meant to live in community. Right, but you still got to do it for yourself. Yeah, there are some things that you have to go through on your own, and there mm-hmm. are some things that God is trying to grow in you that if you if you stifle that, it's going to be a deficiency until you figure it out. Like, that, the need, whatever God has use of that pain for or whatever God has use of that, whatever it is you need to grow through, if you don't get it this time, you're going to have to repeat. Keep on repeating. That's Bible. And you'll have to get it again until God yeah. has strengthened that muscle, whatever it is mm-hmm. in you. So, y'all, use what you have. <laughs> use what you have first. Ask God first. So that way we don't have to repeat these old lessons, Lord. Yeah. So then let's jump to the next one. So it says you don't have enough. Um, and we're in Exodus 4 and 2. It says, so the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? And he said, a rod. So who is he? Who are we talking about? We are talking about Moses. We're talking about Moses. And Moses, this is when God was telling him to go before Pharaoh Mm -hmm. and ask him to give his people free, honey. He was scared, too, because he was like, why don't you send little Aaron? Right. (laughs) He had a million excuses. Yeah. One of of my favorite ones that he used was that he couldn't speak well. Mm -hmm. And God told him, when you go... And begin speaking. I will speak for you. I'll teach you what exactly. to speak. So no matter what, whether it's the question of what's in your hand, he had a rod. The end of that um, verse is he threw down the rod and it became a snake, mm-hmm. a serpent. And so God is able to use whatever you have. It may not look like anything meaningful to you in that moment. Right. But just like in the beginning, we were talking about David and his slingshot and rocks. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about Moses and his rod. God can take these ordinary things in our lives that we have think there's no purpose for and turn them into something extraordinary. Once he, once he gives you uh, a purpose or something to do with it, mm-hmm. like for instance, all my life, mm-hmm. since I was a kid, I remember being pretty young, like 11 or 12 and adults would find I would find myself in the presence of adults telling me things and I'm like I remember thinking like I'm a kid I shouldn't know this Mm -hmm. or like people confiding in me Mm -hmm. either older kids or kids just people will come up to me and tell me stuff I'll be like why are you telling me like that's a secret you know Yeah, yeah, yeah or or that's not something you should tell me and that has continued across my lifetime where, for whatever reason, maybe, obviously, it's something about my personality that makes some people feel free to open up. And I know that that's not the case for every person. But for the people that God has brought across my path, it's always interesting to me some of the things that are revealed or that come out mm-hmm. by way of a normal conversation. And to me, it's just always been, it's just always been how it is. It wasn't until one day I was talking to somebody and... One of my, my friends from college, and he was like, 
you know, I never talked to anybody about this. Why is it that I can talk to you so freely about this? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, girl, God told me to tell. Basically, God made the situation happen. So, because I need, he needed to get something off his chest. He was like, but I hadn't been able to talk mm-hmm. to anybody about that. And that that was the first time I remember counting this thing that I just thought was, oh, this is weird. People just telling me stuff. Mm-hmm. To know that's something that God gave you, right? Yeah. To be able to listen or put you in a position to give wise counsel or just to be able to receive mm-hmm. and not absorb that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff is not light issues, heavy issues or whatever. Yeah. To not be able to hold on to that, that's a gift that not everybody has. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not even so much you understand mm-hmm. or want. But now, now that I have a better understanding of what my purpose is, that natural thing that's been in me since I was a kid mm-hmm. is the very thing that God is asking me to use to further his purpose in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I said all that to say, <laughs> whatever it is that you think is insignificant, that, oh, it's just, I just do this. Or, yeah. oh, I can't, I don't really do nothing. All I can do is braid mm-hmm. or do hair or, you know, right. whatever you think is insignificant that other people can't do, other people are coming to you for. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many stylist counselors there are like there are countless people who tell their stylists all kind of stuff and they're in a position where they're sitting for hours able to pour into this person's right. life mm-hmm. that is a calling mm-hmm. i'm i'm using that as an example but there's so many skills and gifts that god has given that you may think are menial that have no no purpose a lot of people think it has to be something huge in right. order for God to use them. Like they have to be super intelligent or super well-spoken or super, you know, extraordinary gifts. And God is like, nah, mm-hmm. I use ordinary people. Right. And I like how you, um, how you said that about, you know, don't discount your, your gifts. Because I think that holds a lot because I was one of those who would discount, ah, oh, just, you know, ah, oh, it, it ain't nothing, you know. And and a lot of that came with, like, insecurity of not feeling like you're good enough, not feeling like you know enough or had enough or have done enough mm-hmm. to even say or take on this position, oh, yes, I'm this or yes. But it's like, no, like, it's if it's a natural thing, like you're talking about um, people just opening up to you, if it's a natural gift, apparently you already possess the skill to do it. So I think that's one thing that we should stop doing is discounting because we, we literally, once you discount, then you begin to start to, um, you know, conform into what you believe it is versus actually saying, okay, so I've noticed like people come up to me and talk to me and put some heavy stuff on me. And, you know, I really want, and, and, and I may not even know them, but they're confiding in me, you know, let me explore what that is. Like, God, tell me what that is. And then just start seeking him. And I, and I just want to say that because that was something that I did deal with. So, but don't discount yourself. I feel like everything that you're gifted with or everything that happens or that you possess, like, man, dig into it. Because even, I think because we have, you know, there are some things that are forefront. 
And sometimes we do, as I'll just say people, we want not necessarily to be in the forefront, but we want the we look at these big things. It's like, what's there? And it's just like, well, if I ain't on that level or if everybody ain't seeing me on the TV or everybody's not seeing me on the stage or whatever, we think that, oh, it's, it's not really nothing like. Yeah. And that's not true because I feel like at the end of the day. The people who are out in the front, that's great. But there takes a whole bunch of people behind the scenes to make the people on the front great. But it, that doesn't take away from their greatness, you right. know, because unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but honestly, for the people on the stage, if they didn't have your what you would call if you didn't really know what you were insignificant self, there's no way that they could do that. Right. There's so many people behind the scenes that it takes in order for the stage to be set. Mm-hmm. And we just have to. It's about perspective. We have to realize that, no, like, who you are, you are enough in everything you got. You just got to go and dig into the depths and seek the Lord the way that you need to, to really understand what your purpose is. Exactly. What The uh, illustration that just came, well, I don't know, illustration, but what came to my mind while you were speaking is, you're right, people do put certain gifts on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. So everybody praises the pastor, but... You know, Sunday school teachers. Oh, it's just a Sunday, Sunday school, school teacher. Yeah. No, ma'am, sir. That is the person who's shaping minds. This is These are the people who work with your children, youth, and adults mm-hmm. week in and week out. Yes, you, look, you listen to your pastor. You love your pastor. You should right. honor your pastor. Of course. But all the other functions in, of ministries and auxiliaries throughout the church are necessary for the for the ministry to go forward. It's not just on any one person. Even if you take it outside of the walls of the church, there are so many, think about organizations where you have a, a strong front runner or, or leader that's the face of the company or whatever. Mm-hmm. That person is not making all the sales. That person is right. not on the phones answering. The, they're not, all the other quote unquote menial positions mm-hmm. are necessary. Definitely. Try being in a doctor's office when the secretary is not there. Or, it's, a, or it's horrible. When or your any, nursing staff is sick yeah. or something. Like, it just doesn't happen. Any, and any, we're seeing that now. Right. Any huge corporation, like, you, you, now, I mean, you know, because, like you're saying now, we, we need custodial workers bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like on a whole nother level. People, you know, people that you just didn't generally, even, you don't. Know, Generally, you know, you want your kids to have a a, a job, and when you generally, when you mm-hmm. say a job, you're not you're not meaning um, sacking groceries or whatever. Right. But look at who's on the front line that is considered essential, essential staff. staff. Essential staff right now are people who are bagging your groceries and checking you out, um, and and doing all the things that are necessary, and so. Don't minimize your gift and don't minimize what other people are doing right. either because you don't know where God has them on their journey. Mm-hmm. You don't know what God has for them. You don't know what skill that's growing within them. Mm-hmm. You never know where a person is right. and what from the experience that they're living through now will be used for something later. Right. And everybody's something later isn't, you know huge and quote-unquote grand right but there are so many people that i know in just my life personally that have been so influential to me that are the people you wouldn't 
even think so. You wouldn't notice. Yeah, and anyone. you know, and I don't even want to say green because I feel like once you are, once you find your purpose and you are working in your purpose, I feel like that's green enough. It is. I, when I no, say no, green, no, that's I'm, the social line. Right, that's what I'm saying. But I just, want to, I just want to say that because I feel like for me, it's like, if I'm fulfilled and I'm doing what God wants me to do, like that's the peaceful, most happiest thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel fulfilled in listening to God and doing what he's telling me to do. Right. Like to me, that's grand. Okay. I'm on the grand stage, honey. I'm doing what the Lord has called me to do. Yes. That's your measure of success. That's that's success. Exactly. And again, we have that so, I mean, it's just going back to what we've been saying. We have that so out of perspective. Mm -hmm. Success ain't just about, Having all this money or having all of this, these cars or money's nice, okay? Guys? I mean, it is. Listen, you know, we want, we like money. Money's you know? nice, okay? But I tie. You know, I tie all the time. Every time. <laughs> Twice a month. <laughs> Seriously, though. But at the end of the day, that's not what makes you happy. That's not what gives you peace. Thanks. At all. At all. So, gone with the next one. What we got? <laughs> <laughs> that's it so the, the the next verse that we had on you not having enough is just knowing that he gives power to the weak when you think you don't have enough god will give you power and those who have no might he increases their strength that's isaiah 40 and 29 so i want to end up here with yeah. the declaration yeah. which is another verse isaiah 41 and 10 if anyone's familiar with that it's it's often used it says fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I'm going to say it one more time. Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What a promise from God. It is. So, in closing... What we know is you can deny the lies of you are not good enough, you don't know enough, and you don't have enough because you do. You mm-hmm. have enough, you know enough, and you are enough. Period. Use what you have. Use guys. what you have in your hand because I'm telling you, whatever, I I promise you, this is a promise. What if you If you are struggling with not knowing what your purpose is, trust me, you already have it. You just gotta you just gotta change your perspective, renew your mind, as Faith was saying earlier, by reading the word of God, digging into him, sitting before him, laying before however it looks for you. But you gotta seek him because that's when you're gonna really know what it is. All right. So I guess I'll pray us out. All right. Dear God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for um us being allowed to um Pour into our listeners, God, and just give them your godly perspective, knowing that we are good enough, we have enough, and we are enough. And we just thank you, God, because as they're listening to this podcast, God, that you'll begin to speak into their hearts to show them that you have been with them all along, that there's no reason to doubt or disbelieve or anything like that, God, because you have them exactly where you need them to be. All they have to do is open up the door because you're standing there and you're knocking. And you're asking to come in so that you can show them all the wonderful things and all the purpose that you have for them. Because, again, we are enough. (laughs) We love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Socialize Podcast. We would love to connect with you. On IG at Socialize underscore podcast. Facebook at Socialize Podcast all together. 
Or you can email us at socializepodcast at gmail.com. All of our information will be in the show notes. Again, thanks for listening to Socialize, Ignite by God's Perspective. Real life, real talk, real God.